ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Above the Bar podcast. For each week, we belly up to the bar with a new guest, find out what they do, who they are, and what makes them great. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. All righty, folks. It's that time again. We've bellied back up to the bar. The The sign says on. We're back up here. We're going to make this happen. Uh, made a little bit of a shift for those of you that follow us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. All that is the Above the Bar podcast. Our LinkedIn is the Above the Bar podcast. Our Twitch is the Above the Bar podcast. The only one that disliked us was, was Twitter, and they made us be Above the Bar 4. I don't know. I don't know why Twitter doesn't love <laughs> That's what they did. So they said we had to be above the bar four. So that being that being said, we had to make a little bit of a shift. I still am going to tell everyone, please go check out Jennifer McMullen. She is a great comedian. She's also an HR professional. And for those of you that are in that world or have ever recruited like moi, you will know there is much comedy to be held sometimes in those those fields. So we wish Jessica or Jessica Jennifer a lot of luck. So. But she will be back on a later date. We're just working that out right now. But that being said, I figured if I was going to have one superstar, I needed another superstar. I needed a guru. I figured, you know what? All of us are looking for a way to improve our brand. That's what everybody, everybody needs a brand. Everybody wants a brand nowadays. I need a brand. Well, I figured why not have somebody on who educated me? And I know I'm normally the smartest guy at the bar. But I needed someone to educate me. So I found someone who was able to educate me. She's a website guru. She tells me things. And then I go, son of a bitch, how did I not know this? And she makes me smarter. So we're bellowing up to the bar all the way from Texas, where those of us that are in the Northeast, when she sent me this message, I'm going to tell you it made me laugh. They're about to get snowed in in Texas. She's going to get like a whole inch of snow. So they're getting snowed in. There's no milk out there there's no bread on the shelves the toilet paper is gone it's like a whole nother level of pandemic in there so i gotta tell everyone welcome to the bar miss jessica gruber look at that you didn't know you were getting an ovation today did you no i did not and i I will have to say that i had to go to two gas stations to find gas to fill up my tank today Really? Um, so too. that's how crazy we get. Everything's bigger and better in Texas until it snows. Then just stay the hell out of here. Well, uh, what, from the beard, from the uh, Talking Beards Network, Scott Sakura, he just moved down there to uh, Austin, and he said, "I live in Texas." Well, hopefully, I'm you're dusting. not getting a, a dusting. Okay, good. So, so he, so Scott is uh, originally from Ohio. So you're he, he's completely capable. I hope he's capable. <laughs> Are you? We'll have to find the out. The problem is the other Texans, like me, where I've lived in Texas my whole life, and we are not capable. It's not. A, it's not a thing. Like it's. Yeah. And that was what it was like when I lived, when I was stationed on Camp Lejeune. You would get people from all over the country, and they would get like physically a dusting. I mean, I kid you not, it would snow in the overnight or in the morning, and uh, by ten, eleven o'clock, it was gone. But you would go driving onto the front gate of the base, and there would be physically cars off into ditches, just like, like what were what were you doing? How did you how did you not do this? And Scott said he is completely capable. So 
uh, <laughs> you need to be more afraid of the natives. That's that's what Jessica was just saying, brother, is, is the natives are more dangerous. So I brought Jessica on because I want to talk about websites, what it means to, to have a website. And we're not talking, hey, I went on to GoDaddy and now I got a website or, uh, you know, back in the late 90s, I built a Firefly website for, you know, my garage band. We're talking real landing pages, a term I didn't even know. Uh, search engine optimization. I had no idea what that was till Jessica told me, and then she made fun of me over it. It was like a whole thing. Uh, so we're going to get into all these different elements. Before we do that, though, as always, we got to do a little bit of house cleaning at the bar. So the first thing is over my shoulder, as always, we have our sticker and a cause. So if you have a cause, you have a thing, maybe you have a website and you have a sticker for your website. Maybe you have a book that you've written or I still don't have a Scott Sakura talking beards uh, sticker. So I need one of those. Anything that you've got, anything that you support, send me, send that out to me. Reach out to me through our Facebook page, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitch. Uh, those are all the above the bar podcast. Even our Gmail is the above the bar podcast at gmail.com. And reach out to me even on Twitter is at above the bar for it. And you reach out to me. I'll give you the address where to send it. You send me your sticker and we will go ahead and read about whatever your thing that you're supporting is on air. Uh, also, now Jessica is going to give you this amazing website. She's going to tell you how to do it. And I'm going to tell you how to find her. If you look at the bottom right now, you see buzz, buzz, wks.com, B-U-Z-Z-W-K-S.com. She's going to tell you how to do that. But at the same time, we got media by dibs and dibs is going to go ahead and hook you up with all the pictures and all the media and all the hype that you need to get you going that other direction. And if you mention him belly up to the bar, he's going to give you a 10% discount and a free consultation. So make sure you check out with him. And as like Scott's already on this one. He says, I like this topic of an episode. Kudos. Aaron needs to be watching. He Aaron should be watching. But who knows what Aaron's probably at. What's the big gas station down there that you guys have? Beavers? What is it, Jessica? Bucky's. Bucky's. This dude is like addicted to Bucky's, our buddy oh. Aaron. And he's got my a two foot long beard. Okay. My daughter wanted to go to Bucky's, not to go off tangent, for her birthday. And what? yes, she wanted to go to Bucky's for her birthday. And the one time we, I take her up there for her birthday, they have the Bucky's mascot out. And so she got like a full photo shoot with him. And <laughs> she's like, this is the best day ever. Like so. for those who don't know what Bucky's is, I actually, Bucky's was on either CBS Sunday morning or 60 minutes this past weekend with like the owner and it, that it's the world's number one bathrooms and pu- privately held company. Like, uh, yeah. Like, like this is a whole thing, Dibs. You're 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 definitely always part of the house cleaning, and you will be watching. Scott says there's 300 gas pumps at one of these places. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's very mind boggling to me. Like I'm I'm very uh blown away by the entire thing. So, but let's get into this. So, Jessica, I, when I say she's a guru, like she, we sat down for a 30 minute conversation, and it just wasn't long enough for me. And we've started talking. We've talked on facebook about stuff she know this is her business this is where she is truly a badass at this that's a plug that's a plug for a buddy of ours donnie and donnie and kevin will be on next week with their with their kind of they have kind of a podcast it's okay whatever so jessica welcome hi hi how are you how's things going 
going well. Where do you so, want me to start? Well, let's start it. Let's start it like the differences. And, and, and I really mean that. Like some people say, well, I got a I got a Facebook page. Why? Let's start there. Like we've all got Facebook pages. Every business has a Facebook page. Every business should have a social media footprint. But why should I have a website and what makes that different? It makes you official. I mean, that's the shortest way I can explain it is everyone can put up a Facebook page. Everyone can put up a LinkedIn page. Everyone can put up a YouTube page. But when they're looking for someone, they'll look at all of these profiles, but then they'll hit your website as the last stop. Everything should filter back to your website to funnel them into your company and introduce your brand to them before they even talk to you. So, so how did, so you said that makes me official. So, so really, you know, and I mean this with love for all of us, <laughs> we're kind of pretending until we have a website. We're playing at business. I would say you're testing you're testing the waters to see if the market responds to your message. And once they have responded to your message, then you be, need to be taking it to the next level and getting that website up. Is there, so is there like a magic number? Is there like, like you said, you're testing the water. So I, I'm going to use our show, for example, because I'm putting money away because I really want Jessica. I want full blown Jessica. She's like, like she would give me advice. And she's giving me advice, but I need full blown like Jessica buzzwks.com putting up my site and like really making it happen. So is there a magic number where I should say, hey, you know, I've got over 700 followers right now on Instagram. I've got over a thousand on Facebook. Like, is there a magic number? Or is it like, nope, you've started probably should put a website up. There is no magic number because each industry is going to be different. Of course, if you have a larger following, you'll have more interaction on your website. I've had doctors out in California that they have more than, I don't know, like 20, 30,000 followers and they weren't getting any response on their website. And once we put their website up, now they're like, okay, Jessica, don't do anything more. We're good. <laughs> We need to figure out some other things first. Kind of thing. So, well, what do you mean by that? Like, so, so they went right from having nothing, you know, 30,000 followers on all these sites. Now they got a website. They're getting banged off of their, their website. What do you mean by they were like, nope, stop. Like, we're, this is too much already. Um, they were getting too many inquiries through their website because first they're, they're an influencer. So they are getting their media influence requests. But then they're also still a practicing office. And so now the patients had a way to, to connect with them directly um, and request appointments. And so um, last time I spoke with them was at the beginning of the year. And they're like, we're restructuring our business right now or our practice um, because they got one of those spam. Everyone gets them one of the spam messages for SEO. Um, which is search engine op optimization. And they said, Jessica, do we need to be acting on this? And I said, well, let's take a look at these questions. Are you happy with the amount of leads that you're getting? Can you take on more clients right now? Can you take on more patients? And they go, no, we can't. And it's like, okay, 
then why are you so scared? Ignore the spammer kind of thing. So like Dib says, fake it till you make it. And, and Scott, see Scott, you've got 10,000 and you need Jessica then. Talk to Jessica. We'll get you situated. She won't even touch your beer. She won't even <laughs> go near the beer. It's safe. It's completely safe. Uh, so, so let's let's Nate. I know you got me. My buddy Nate does does media stuff also. Um, but so, where should we start? Like, how? What is this process? How much? Because because I know there's a lot of people that are you know they're the DIY and they think I can watch a YouTube video and I can just go out and do this myself. Where do I start at to get this to happen? Um, well, a lot of people start on how do I build a website, which is pretty much the last thing you need to be thinking about because how you build a website, you can just, there's so many tools to do it. Nowadays, the value isn't how you build it. It's why you build it. Um, so the first place to start is to really dive into your market and how they respond and their messaging and who you're actually targeting. Um, and there, from there, create the plan to execute and build. Tell me more about that. Cause that, there sounds like there's a lot to that, that I feel like I'm not. So I'm not even hearing build a website. I'm hearing research what you want before I build my website. Yes. Because when you build a website, if you're trying to fit into a template that's already pre-built, then you're not giving what you're restricting yourself on what you can say on your website. Now, if you start with the discovery and the research, now you're, you're open-minded and you know what your market wants and you know what they need, you know what your offers are, and you, you know everything that needs to go into your website to make it successful. And then you can find, if you're building it on your own, then you can go find a template to fit your needs um, versus the opposite of way around. You're trying to fit a market into a box where you want okay. the, the, the website to fit into the market, I guess. No, no, that makes sense. So having, so instead of like grabbing a website and going onto like a GoDaddy or one of these sites, that says here, we'll give you a web here. Look, you got a website. Now, if you click here, you can drop a picture in here. If you click here, you can drop a link in there. You're, what you're saying is is really having all your research, you can build a more customized piece to the puzzle. Yes. Yes. It will kill. <laughs> yes. That's, yes, it will search. That's Look, that's your new tagline. Yes, it will search. And I will need you to do the voiceover for me. I will absolutely do that because that's like the – I love that guy. Have you ever watched Forged in Fire? No. What? Oh my God! I'll See, add it Jessica, to my list. I, I'll add it to my list. There's a lot to watch. Forge and Fire is great. That's the that's the one guy that tests all the weapons when it's all done, and he cuts everything up, and he always at the end of it he goes, "This will kill. <laughs> that's awesome. This will cut." And I love that guy. <laughs> there's nobody else who has a voice like that one. So so okay. So we we've sat down. We've done our research. Um. I'm thinking about – so I think about as a podcaster. So I'm thinking about that for, for me. I'm going to be selfish for a moment. Um, as a podcaster, I don't have – well, I, I I guess I in my mind, I don't think I have a necessarily a product product where I think of like, 
a tangible item. So how does somebody who doesn't have necessarily a tangible item that they can offer somebody, what kind of research are, should we be doing before? Because I'm trying to think also, when do I go and, and reach out to someone like yourself? It, it, is it at the research element, you know, or is it, I should have these things already written down on a, a bar napkin that I'm, I'm ready to hand to you. Where am I, does my research start at? Um, well, I've worked with people on all le- levels. So some people, they've been in their business forever. They know their market. They know who they're going after. They know their pain points and they just zoom right through the d- discovery session. Um, there's others that they've never been in marketing. Um, and so it's all kind of new and I'll know these people because I'll ask these questions and they'll be like, that's an odd question. Why are well, what's you What's an example of a question? What's an example of, am I, I love my wife. My wife says I am the item. <laughs> yes. My wife gets this. Um, but no, so, so give us an example of some of the questions that we would, we should be asking ourselves or as we're in our own discovery session before we would sit with a professional like yourself. Cause I'm going to tell you right now, folks, you need to check out, uh, Buzzworks, B, Buzz, B-W-K-S.com. They because- didn't have Buzz, W-O-R-K-S available, kind of like so, your Twitter. So. Right. My Twitter did, did me dirty, but, uh, but Buzzworks, you got to check it out because I'm a firm believer in this. And I say this all the time. I don't do my own dentistry. I'm not going to do my own open heart surgery. I don't. I don't do any of those things myself. There's someone who is educated on this and knows this stuff. Those of you that are out there and are like, I'll just do this shit myself. You were to get enough to where you need to be. You're a, it's a one in a billion shot, in my opinion, to get it right. Go hire a professional because if you really want to do it, hiring a professional is important. If you're not, then you're just playing. But like Dib said, fake it till you make it. You're just faking it. So what are some of the questions that you're asking during a discovery session that somebody should be prepared for? And if I'm giving away too many secrets, tell me. No, you're good. Um, that's not really a secret because I do this with every client. So um, one of the top ones that kind of throw them is why Why would people not buy for you, from you? What reasons have they given you that they have walked away? But that's an important question because you can settle their minds of why they're not, why they should buy from you by knowing why they don't want to buy from you on your website before they even call. So if you know their objections, then you can, you can calm those objections before they even get to you. So like I use myself, we're just going to play around here. So somebody like myself, if if you said, Hey, why shouldn't somebody buy from me? I I would also probably say, why shouldn't somebody listen to me? Yes. Uh, there's no reason you shouldn't listen to me. I'm amazing. I I'm not gonna tell you crazy things at like to make Neil Young want to kick me off of Spotify. I will never say anything that Neil Young wants to kick me off of Spotify. I promise you. It's never gonna happen. Because Neil Young doesn't know who the fuck I am, so that's different. Um but I guess you know that's would be like something you could ask me. Uh, I would say so that's a, a legitimate question. I would probably say something like, well, there's no reason somebody shouldn't listen to me. They they would, would enjoy my show. Yes. 
So where which, do... which isn't the correct answer. So sometimes it may be like, oh, he drinks on the show. I'm not going. I'm, I'm not a drinker. This is true. Yeah, I do drink um, on the show. I'm having seltzer right now because I really am having my liver checked tomorrow. So, <laughs> and it has nothing to do with my drinking, folks. Because I only drink. I only drink on Wednesdays. Legitimately, only on Wednesdays. Yeah, and like for Donnie's his podcast, some people not, might not like it because he curses too much. Um, yeah. Yeah, he does fly an F-bomber. Yeah. There's no doubt about that one. So, all right. So so we're asking that. But where do I – where does the vow – and that's probably a bad question. Where do I come in and I, I start saying I need to, to make this shift to – like I guess that's probably the other question. What is the difference between reaching out to you and you helping me to make a website and reaching out to – one of these prefab companies that will will make me a website. What's the difference? Um, we really get to know your story. So if you're working with a true a web designer, um, digital marketers, they always have a specialty. Some is social media, some is paid ads. So if you're working with a boutique web design agency, they will always do this discovery session to dive into your podcast to see where are the holes that we need to fill in how do we get these people to listen what what is going to attract them um where um a lot of digital agencies while it's highly profitable they niche down and sometimes lose that story um of that personal story aspect to a website because it's just Oh, this is a podcast website. This is these are the components that need to go in. Boom, bang, we're done, kind of thing. Okay, so they just kind of if I put on there, hey, I'm a podcaster. Well, as a podcaster, you need to have A, B, and C. You're good, and yeah, they may but, never. Yeah, and the with. advantage to using a niched website designer is that they've already fabricated the keywords that need to go onto your website to get it to rank. They don't have to do that extra research because they're doing it over and over and over again. So they already have these set keywords and they've already tested it over and over again. So they know like, Hey, if you say podcast and put an extra cue in it for some wacky ass reason, Hey, that's going to generate another 10, 10 views or whatever. 10 people are going to go over there. So, okay. So I've sat down with Jessica. She's going to craft me this badass website and I'm going to be like, everyone's going to want to go to it. How do you keep them there though? Um, well, for you, it would be getting them to, your goal would be to get them to listen to your podcast. That's your ultimate goal. So everything on your website would funnel into your podcast. Um, <clears throat> sorry. She just um, choked and went out. I'm sorry. The yeah, snow got yeah, her. There yeah. was the, there was a snowflake in the air. Just dropped her. <laughs> just like that. Texas you know, loves their snowflakes. One time I was on a Zoom and I'm in this office and an ant flies in my eye. A flying ant. <laughs> one single flying ant flies in my eye. <laughs> I go running out of the room. I'm like, oh. In, in the middle oh, of a meeting? Yeah, in the middle of a meeting. Did the, did the ant want a website? Was the ant trying to get your attention for a website? I don't know, but it really hurt. I imagine it did to catch an ant in the eye. So, so tell, so 
I've got this now. Now I've got this site, the above the bar podcast.com. Um, is that, that's another one I always had. You always hear people like, Oh, your website needs to start with the letter a so that everyone knows how to find it. Is that real? Or is that bullshit? Um, I would probably say bullshit. Um, I mean, there's so many variations on URLs that is, I mean, look at my URL. I have to take the O and the R out right. because it, then I would be Buzzworks Creations, and that's just too long to type. I got tired of typing it. So, so, so then would mine be too long? The Above the Bar podcast? No, no, not if you don't mind typing it in an email. I don't care about typing it. <laughs> I've I've gotten so used to typing it, I'm like, but I'm saying like for somebody else to come in. Like, so if I said, Hey, everybody go to the above the bar podcast.com. We just launched a website. Would that yeah. be too long? Or really is everything a hyperlink now? And who gives a crap? If you don't have a hyperlink, I don't really want to go to your site. Yeah. It's like, that's what I feel. about. Yeah. Like, like if you don't have a hyperlink, I'm looking at your stuff going, I don't, I'm not typing that in. I don't care if it's a.com. I'm not typing it in. Where's your hyperlink. Is that a website? Somebody look that up. Is a.com a website? Are you che Jessica's checking it right I'm now? I'm checking it. A. Is a.com a website? And if it is, what no, is it? No, it is not. Jessica, the site cannot can, be reached. Jessica, can we can we go ahead and tag that right now? Can we claim that? Let's claim that. How do we claim that? I don't know. Someone probably owns it and is sitting on it. Like, because I'm just trying to think, like, why would you sit on a.com? Because um, you can't paid. A.com is taken. You can hire GoDaddy to broker service fee for $99.99. Right. And they're just brokering it. That doesn't actually mean that it's going to, you're going to save any money when you get it. They're just brokering a deal for it. Yeah. And it, you can get A.online for $16,249. Oh, that's cheap. A.online? Yeah. A.online. Yeah. Well, I, Nate, Nathan just brought this up. And have you ever been involved in this? People flipping website names, like flipping them, like buying them up, like, hey, this could be the next big name hit, buy it up and then and then flip it. I've never had to. I've had clients come to me where they have wanted to purchase or want a domain. And then I said, yeah, sure, we can buy it, but it's going to be this expensive. And they're like, oh, no, nope, we'll 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 find another one. Like I've looked mine up and I can go on to GoDaddy uh, for the name that I want. And it's it's like that. That seems like a very inexpensive part of this whole thing. It's just mm -hmm. go buy the name. It's not a big deal. Just go buy the name. Yeah. But well, it, it depends. I mean, if you're a startup, then you don't have that money to invest. And usually you're wanting kind of going back to you're wanting to test the waters. Well, just go to Facebook and put up a, a Facebook page um, to test the water to see if people you can get the traction to go buy that domain. So I've got the traction. I've got, I've got the, the session has happened. Jessica has hooked me up. Uh, GoDaddy glorified is glorified Facebook. I get, what do you think about that statement? GoDaddy is glorified Facebook. What does he, what do you mean by that, Nathan? All right. What do you mean, Nathan? Jessica needs more clarification of what you mean by GoDaddy is glorified Facebook. Because uh, the, the GoDaddy website builder is glorified Facebook. 
that's what I, I think that's what he means, but he'll he'll clarify it here. But I'm just thinking to myself that like if I see stuff on GoDaddy, like if if your website is the above the bar podcast at GoDaddy.com, I'm thinking like, well, do you really own that? Yeah, that's what he's saying. Like their website builder is, is a glorified Facebook. What are your thoughts there? Uh, I would say it's worse than Facebook because you're not able <laughs> to interact on it. Um, when people come to me with a GoDaddy website, they're usually the most easiest clients to close. It limits what you can. That's what you were saying. He's saying it limits what you can do. So, so that's what I was talking about earlier is like, what's the difference in if I go to GoDaddy and they build me a website, vice you building it? Do I need to own a server of my own? to have my own website. Like, so now I'm going and buying a server and I've got to have my own server room, put security on it with a touchpad and an eye scanner and like all these really like, cause that's what, where server rooms are always held in every movie is like, they're badass rooms that like, you have to be like biometrically access to it. So do I have to go that far? I have two kidneys. I'll sell one. <laughs> no, you don't. So um, for hosting, I recommend uh, for WordPress, um, I recommend Kinsta or Get Flywheel. Um, if you're building like a Wix website or a Squarespace, they they self-host and you don't have to worry about any of that stuff. But I specifically build in WordPress and I use WordPress managed servers. So what is now what is that? So I so again, like this is where I I still am I'm still the kid in 1994 with Prodigy. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? So in my mind, when you're telling me you're building a website, I'm thinking you went on, put a bunch of code in, and built a website. Like it's 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 like that. Not so much like you're talking about hosts, and then I think, well, my Podbean hosts my podcast for me and sends out all my RSSs so that other people can listen to my show. How does that part of it even work? Like I'm gonna get a little bit in the weeds here because. You like I don't I really truly have no clue. I'm 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 illiterate to this. Okay. So first you have your domain hosting. That's just your URL. Second, you have your web hosting. Your web web hosting I'm is kind of like GoDaddy, but do not use GoDaddy. GoDaddy is the worst. Um <laughs> my version of GoDaddy is Kinsta or get flywheel. Um and Pretty much that gives you folder space online to set up a website, you build it, and that's where it lives. So it lives on so, – so so it's not like – so what if I wanted to say, no, I don't want somebody else to have control of – so say the Above the Bar podcast.com blows up like some somebody wants to buy it for a billion dollars. If it's living on WordPress, can they do that or is it – Nope, it really belongs to WordPress, and I'm renting that from WordSpace. Is it it's like WordPress, like a trailer park for my website? No, WordPress is an open source. There is a paid version, but we use the open source version, and you completely own that website. So it would just be here. Here's the logins. Here's the transfer when if you were to um, sell your business. Okay, so so we're gonna put it on WordPress. It's going to be the above the bar podcast.com or maybe what's the difference? Now there's all these different ones now. Dot com dot us dot chicken lips. Like the, everybody's got a dot something. I heard one the other day dot ch when the guy told me his, his thing was a dot ch. 
I thought he was trying to scam me and I had to Google it. And it was like, oh, no, that's Switzerland. You have to be a Swiss citizen to have .ch. I'm like, okay. Yeah, it's legit. it's just open, open ability for people to have the URL they want. Um, I mean, Americans are still used to the .com. So, I mean, my legacy on my domain is .com, so I probably would never switch it. That's another thing you need to think about if you're purchasing a domain. Do you have an existing website? Does it have authority um, to where you would, you would have to break that down to switch and gain the authority? There's ways of doing it, but sometimes it's just easier to leaving it on the existing domain. Nate says it's like the area code of URLs, the whatever the dot, whatever it is. So, so why, like, does it really, I mean, I almost feel like it would hurt you as an American website to have anything other than a dot com. Not really. I mean, it's common practice. I mean, software apps, they, a lot of them have switched to IO. So it's. What is that? It, it means you're a software. So, so. I mean, like, if it's not .net, .org, or .com, I don't – I mean, and doesn't that mean, like, like .org, you have to be – and .edu. Like, you're a college if you're .edu. Like, could I be a .edu or do I have to be a college? No, you can be whatever you want to be. I want to be I want to be six foot and that shit ain't happening. So <laughs> moving, on to, moving on to that one. But but seriously, like, could could anyone be a .edu – if you're not an edu- if you're not education oriented website. Yeah. Yeah. You just have to go buy it. That's incredible. See, I thought that you had to be a college to be a dot edu. Mm-hmm. I educate you, and you don't have to be a non nonprofit to buy dot org. See, and I always thought that that's exactly what that meant. Like you're a non for profit if you're a dot org. That's what that meant. Mm-hmm. So what does dot net mean then? I don't know. Let me Google it. Oh, Jessica, you're net i'm i'm picking on just what does that mean dot net it's got to mean something because i i just always maybe i don't know it's not coming up dot net definition see we're we're working on this folks see we we're see you're learning as we're learning there's learning going on that's why we would be. Oh, no, I've never asked. I've just. I've That's never why asked we would be a dot edu. You know, because we we are educating. Yes, we are. See, this is what we this is what we do. We're an educational website. You know, you didn't realize that this was going to go down. Uh, yeah, I can't find it quickly. See, Jessica couldn't find it quickly enough. We're going to have to go ahead and maybe one of your listeners can. Uh, Nate, figure it out for me. Nate always figures this stuff out for me. He jumps right on and lets me know what's going on. So, okay. So we're, we're now into this. We've, we've got our page built. Jessica has finally made me legitimate. I'm no longer a faker. All my folks can now come to our page. What now explain to me search engine optimization. This is something we talked about that I didn't, I didn't even know it was a thing. I just thought you put it out there and enough people liked you. They found you. Um, search engine and optimization. Um, Easiest way to explain it is putting stuff on your website for that people are searching for. So you can look up what keywords people are typing in into Google and you can go out there. Now there's a lot more where you're looking, you have the keywords, but then you see that 
it's a highly competitive keyboard. So maybe you want to go down and, and a, it may get less searches, but it's not as competitive. So there's a lot of balancing um, and it's just search engine optimization, simply put, is putting stuff on your website that people want to read and it people are searching for. It sounds like hashtags on Google or hashtags on Instagram. Yeah. Like you could like you could put in hashtag happy and it's probably got 4.3 million hashtags with it. But if you put happy smiley face cat, you know, that might have 5,000. So now yeah. you're, you know, somebody finds you faster that way. Yeah. And there's more to it than just putting stuff on your website. It's okay. What websites can we link to? that are outside of our websites that can link back to us and give us authority. Um, there's stuff like PR releases. Can you do a PR release? Um, social media. Social media plays into a factor, especially um, if you're a local business. Um, Facebook has kind of transitioned to being a lo local. So if you search a local business, you'll see their website, their Facebook, and then you'll see their Google business profile. So those are kind of the three. There's more. I mean, you have Yelp and you have yellow book pages and you have, if you're a real estate, you have um, house, you have all these different network directories that can point back to your website. Now, is there limitations on that? And what I mean by that is, so say I want, you know, buzz, buzzworks.com, B-U-Z-Z-W-K-S.com. I want to link that to my page because I know Jessica helped me with this, but I didn't ask you if I could put your link on my page. Is there any legality to something like that? No. The person should be reaching out saying, hey, thanks for that link. Really? So like you could just, like I could not, I could be like, I don't want to be affiliated with, Nathan likes to Nathan's website is I pick kickers in round one during fantasy drafts.com. It's a really kind of long, but it's a real long name, but I told him he should shorten it to I lose at fantasy football, but he doesn't believe me. <laughs> um, so, but if he said he put that out there and I was just like, well, I'm going to take his.com and put it on here. Cause I know people are going to find it. There's nothing from a legality standpoint to keep me from doing that. No, but the other thing you have to look out, I mean, they can reach out and say, hey, take that link down. Um, but if you're putting all these links on your website and they aren't cohesive in what they're speaking about, then Google doesn't know what, what your website is about kind of thing. Um, and you also have to look, if you're trying to get backlinks, you need to look at their domain authority. Why are you laughing? Because look what Nathan wrote. <laughs> he said, I do not, I do not, you ass clown. <laughs> look, Nathan gets so offended because he's so, he can't beat me at fantasy football. It's so funny. Um, so, so I guess like, so now that's an interesting statement you made. So even your links, Google is able to, so I don't understand all the stuff that the alphabet people do. Why they don't have A.com is surprising to me. They are the alphabet people. But so how does that work? So my links on my website, they're able to, from some kind of an algorithm, pick up on that. And then that drives things. So 
we've talked about this before you and I even talked about this, like affiliate links. Mm-hmm. I, I Jessica taught me about affiliate links. I did not know what this was. So say I, I get on with Google. I want to, Hey, I want affiliate links and I'm going to link uh, equipment that I use on our show. And I want to put that on there. How does that, do they see those links on my website? Google picks up on that and they can say, Oh, well, this is a place where we can send people if they're looking for podcast equipment. Is that how that works? Yeah. And so in that case, you're writing a blog article or a piece about um, podcasting equipment and linking to those equipment pages. It allows Google to see, oh, they're linking to this authoritative authoritative site and they're linking to this one and they're linking to this one. So this must be all about blog posting. You can think of a website as a web. They're called websites. Um, they need a link out. And even with um, within your website, you need one page to link to another, to link to another, to link to another. A good way to um, explain that is the hub and spoke strategy. So you have a hub article and you have different topics within the hub. And those those are the spokes that link out to a new article. Okay, so is that like when I'm, I'm reading an article and I'm reading an article about Buzzworks and it says, you know, pres- president of Budwork, Bud, Buzz, Budworks, that's a whole different site. That's for 420 folks, <laughs> Budworks. Um, Buzzworks, and I'm reading, I'm going through this and it says, you know, president of Buzzworks, uh, Jessica Gruber, and then it's got a hyperlink that takes me to your Wikipedia or your LinkedIn. Is that what you're talking about in an article? No. So um, I kind of transitioned there. So I transitioned to linking within your website. Okay. So you have the hub, you have the wheel, you have the hub of the wheel, and then you have these spokes entering out. You have one main article that that's an, an umbrella topic and you speak about that umbrella topic, but in that umbrella topic, you have subtopics. Okay. And then each of those subtopics link out to a, a new article. And this can be a continuous thing. Now you have a sub article that has more subtopics and you can link that out. So it just keeps on growing and growing. See, this is why I keep telling you folks that, you need like I know most of you, most of my listeners use a Flowbee to cut their hair. Still, it's a great tool. It's effective. You you get you'll get a very even cut. Um, we all know you had a Flowbee, but go reach out to somebody like Jessica because like you're telling me things, and I I promise you, I swear on all that's holy that I'm trying my best to to keep up with it. But I really I don't understand a lot of it. So. Should, you know, the other side to this is, so what about monitoring the website? Like you always hear like you need to have security, you need to have someone monitoring your site and this, that, and the other. Where does, like, is that way down the road here or or am I nowhere near, like we haven't even got to that conversation. I'm still not even, I still haven't even put pictures up of me, of me, because all my my website would just be pictures of me. Um, Well, we do. We do put security on your website. Usually once I build a website, they go on to a care plan because I have had clients that have not been on care plans and they get hacked and then they come running back to me and it's a bigger pain. 
um, to fix it than if they had just preventative care to take care of it. Oh, it's like going to see the doctor. Yeah. Well, preventative care. Yes. So we put firewalls on it. We back it up for, I think it's 60 days. I don't have my, my sheet in front of me. Um, 30 days. It's 30 days. So we back it up for 30 days and it's offside of the server. So that way, if something does happen to the server, we can just pull up another server and get you back up and running. Okay. So, so that's obviously sounds like it's, it's something that pretty, pretty forward, like, Hey, we're putting this together before we launch this thing. We're going to make sure there's security elements in it. We're going to, it's like putting doors on the house. We're going to put doors and we're going to put locks on it before we ever, you know, put the house out on one market here for other people to be able to come take a look at it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we've gotten to that point. At what point do I make a million dollars off my website? It depends. How am I going to be? I need to retire, Jessica. <laughs> off this so do I mean. <laughs> How do I make? Look, if you can make me a million dollars, I have $50 I will share with you. It's all about how interactive. <laughs> $50. I got that. I'll do it for a hundred. All right. So. Okay. So um, it's all about how active you want to be. I mean, there's so many different avenues with websites that you can go now. So you were talking about affiliate links, making a passive income off of that. Right. Um, that goes straight into going really heavy into blogging and getting those people to your websites. Um, it's repurposing your, these, these um, podcasts and using them for content. So you're not having to do double duty. Um, there's things that if you get a following, you can start a paid newsletter. Now, uh, Scott has a great question. He wants to know, do you provide an HTTPS? Like, so, and that's a good question. And I, I know that I believe it or not, I freaking know the answer to this one. What's the difference between an HTTP and then adding the S to the end of it? And do you provide that when somebody, uh, works with you? So adding the S is adding an SSL um, certificate to your website and any good web hosting that will host your website should have a free one or not necessarily free, but included in the plan um, for you to use. And it's just an install once we go live. And what does that certificate do for me? Um, it makes your website secure and it makes Google like it better. Gotcha. So now is that something that you provide in, in, in the service? Yeah. Once we launch it, we make sure the SSL certificate is installed, but we're not actually providing the SSL certificate that is through your hosting provider or a third party. So that's through like WordPress or somebody like that. That would be through like Kinster or Git Flywheel. So, or. So wait, hold on. See, we're going to go back here for a second. <laughs> we're going to, we're going to roll back. I, I thought. Said I said, don't start with the technical, start with the marketing. Well, I know we're, we've already marketed. We've okay. already marketed. Look at this. this. There's a lot to be marketed here. There's a lot of face to market here. You know, the skunk beard, the, the fedora I wear, all these things are possible. But what I'm saying is, is like, you. so then what were those two? I thought that those were like the upgraded GoDaddy's, which is what WordPress is, like a way better version than a GoDaddy. Rephrase that question. Okay. So the other two that you said, Flywheel, and what was the other one? 
Kinsta. Kinsta. What are, what are they? Are they not host sites? They are website hosting sites. And, and they what provide, is WordPress? WordPress is the software that okay. we are installing to run your website. Got it. Got it. That would now like, that makes sense. That would be like the GoDaddy website builder or the Wix or the Squarespace, the gotcha. software. Gotcha. 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 Or your mom, Scott. Your mom. <laughs> yours. Uh, and look, you can map it out, Sean. Still won't. I Look, I promise you, there are certain things that like my children laugh at me. And this is one of those things they're like. How can you, I love technology. I'm all about it. Like I, I have like all kinds of sound equipment and I have a good quality computer. I buy my. There you go. I think we lost. Nope. You didn't lose me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was I like, am I now the host of this show? You were holding it down. And I had somebody, it said Bria I made a comment and I lost her. Bria, send your comment back. I lost you. You had a great comment and I, I don't know what happened there. Um, That was weird. Yes, you can draw a map and I still won't be able to find it. But that was weird. Like I saw this person's comment. I was like, oh, this person has a great, great comment. I look, And that that's what I'm saying. Like, and that's why I say for all of you. Reach out to somebody like Jessica and Buzzworks. It, it is really about good quality and good quality equipment. What happened was, is I ran, I had something on my touchpad and I ran my hand across it, and it's an Apple computer. So as soon as you run your hand across it, it flipped me back one page. So I know, kiss my ass. I do buy good quality equipment. Well, that was something that like we got Scott and I spent almost like two hours talking about, or actually over two hours talking about equipment and quality equipment and how important having good quality stuff is in all this because it makes such a world of difference. But um, so at what, so uh, ran your hand across, because <laughs> I don't even, I don't even like you, Scott, ran your hand across your mom. Uh, l listen here there, Shorzy. I don't, you know who Shorzy is? Do you know who Shorzy is, Jessica? No, I don't. Have you ever, you, I know you've never watched Letter Kenny. I know you haven't, but someday you will watch Letter Kenny. And that's that's another add that to your list too. Letter Kenny. Okay. Letter Kenny. Letter Kenny. There you go. I'm thank you for jumping back in, Bria. I appreciate that. I don't know what happened there. What does SEO optimization optimization do for a website and is it helpful? Hey Bria. Um thanks for the question. Um so SEO. Um brings you up in your Google ranking. So if you are searching for restaurants to eat in Fort Worth, Texas, um, the first couple restaurants that you see, they're the ones that are ranking highest for SEO. So it brings you up in your Google listings, which means more people will click on it to, and you'll have an easier time to convert. So you get more visitors to your website pretty much. So now, do I pay for the search engine optimization or is this like something that develops over time? Um, it has to be a continual thing. It's not, websites aren't a sit and forget thing anymore. Um, if you're using it as a business card, you're not using it to its full power. Um, so 
Yes. Say that, say that again. So I, I lost you there for a second. So search engine optimization is continual so people hitting on your site. It builds, it builds over time, but it's not something that I'm paying for necessarily. Like I might be paying for an ad. So my ad pops up when somebody searches something, but the optimization piece, am I paying for that for somebody to say, Hey, you know, it, optimization is worth it. If you want to get it there quicker, yes, right. pay someone to do it, um, pay someone to write the articles. Um, a big trend right now is having automated writers write right. the content for you. But I caution with that because everyone's going to sound the same. If everyone's like bots, yeah, yeah. So we have writers on our staff that do the writing for us. Oh, wow. Um, so, I mean, this is a full blown, like, see, and I always thought that Jessica was just, she was just a badass and did all this out of her garage or something like this. Now I hear writers. Yes. So every team, um, you so have who's all your, on your team. So tell me what's all on this team. What am I getting out of this? Okay. So I'm usually the strategist and then we have our SEO, our writer, our developer, our designer, and all of, all of us work together to make your website. So it's, it, it, when you say, we're building a website, you're hiring a team to do it. It's not just me doing it. And I agree with Scott. It is the best Canadian show ever. <laughs> um, Scott, we actually were supposed to go see them this month. They have the tour and they pushed our tour back to like April or May. I can't wait though. Um, Bria says, thank you. Bria, thank you for tuning in. I appreciate you. Uh, and make sure everybody's checking out Buzzworks and that's WKS.com. And if you're liking what you're seeing here, we've got our Facebook, our Twitter, our Twitch. Someday Twitter will say at Above the Bar Podcast, but it doesn't. Uh, but make sure you check out all the Above the Bar Podcast stuff and you're subscribing. Scott had a good question. Uh, do you provide QR code integration? And he asked if you could explain how this may be a validational, a valuable addition to the website. So QR codes would... Um, work more in a physical contact way. So you saw when we went through COVID, all the restaurants switched to a QR code menu. So if you are sending something out um, before COVID, I would say don't use a QR code because um, everyone thought they were annoying and didn't know what to do with them. But now since we've gone through COVID, people have found a new use for them and they have been reintroduced and now they know, pull out my phone, um, take snap a picture of it, and it's going to send me somewhere. Um, also, back then, before, um, when they were first introduced, the software and the cameras wasn't caught up with the QR code. So people would try to take a photo, and it wouldn't link yes. to anything. You had so, a reader and all that stuff. Yeah, so now that technology is caught up caught up and it's now a seamless transition um so that that's what made the qr code different this time around when it was launched and, and i'll tell you from my experience with qr codes i so in my business you know we're always handing out cards everybody's handing out business cards and one of the things from a qr code standpoint used to always hear this i i know for me and jessica probably has experienced this I used to have a desk drawer full of business cards and I would try to go through and find them. And really your business card, if I kept it, it was because I wrote something on the back of it that I needed 
that was more important than what was on your card in the front to me. I just didn't care about. I've gone to a website called Hi Hello, and I use their bit. So there's my business card, Jessica. I don't know if you can see that. Very nice. That's that's my kids texting me. Um, <laughs> that's my business card is a QR code. So it actually has become a great conversation starter. And because when people are like, oh, well, here's my card. I'm like, pull your phone out. And they're like, what? I'm like, here you go. Scan that. So now it instantly goes into their phone and they save it. And I know if they, and the other nice thing is I know if they've kept my card or not, because it tells me you've been added to my phone. So I know if you actually cared or not, when you handed me your card, if you cared enough to keep my number or not, mm-hmm. it's like a whole thing. I'm now, now could that be something that could be tied to a website? Like if I wanted, Hey, I want this QR code for my business card on my website. So people can kind of click on it or scan it and add my information because they want to listen to me, you know, and they want that information. Is that the kind of thing that could be added to a website? Like, I don't know what you couldn't add to a website. Yeah, it can be added to a website. I have seen it used on software apps where they're on a website. I don't even know if it was. I I have seen a website use it and it, it was just a drop down and said, take a picture and then it sent you to its app to download it on the phone. See, that's awesome. See, I think that's that's so wild. So, so I put that in my back pocket, and I'm like, which client can I use that on? <laughs> so, as we're we're gonna get ready, we're gonna tie put put a bow on this because there's so many. I mean, you and I like, I feel like there's a we're barely even scratching the surface of all this. Like, there's. So if somebody wanted to get in touch with you and look, folks, this is not a, a uh, infomercial for Jessica. I freaking promise you. It's just He's, he will be my bouncer. Let me talk to you right now about everything. Jessica, bring her to your website and she go ahead and put it together for you. Uh, no, but we've talked about this so many times and she's always like, Sean, get yourself together. I'll help you put this together. Stop stressing about it because I'm stressed about it because I want to do it, but I don't know when the hell I'd have time to do it. Like, I feel like I'm the guy that's like, I need a Jessica in my life to to manage the entire thing because I don't have time. I promise you, I do not have time for it. <clears throat> and is there a point where you almost would tell, have you ever told someone like, you don't need a website? Like, this is a waste. Yes, I actually, the, they're usually startups um, that come to me that I tell them. Um, I just had one this this afternoon. Um, and you can tell in the initial initial talk and you say, where do you want to be in a year? And they can't answer that question. And that's usually the top sign that says, okay, you're not ready for a website. You need to go think about other things before we build a website for you. Wow. See, now, if you ask me where I want to be in a year, I would tell you, I want to be a top 100 podcast. Mm-hmm. In two years, I want to be a top 50. I, I truly, I believe in what I do. And, you know, I, I often jokingly say this people like in passing, they'll be like, huh, like I'm better than Joe Rogan. And they'll be like, huh, I'm like, no, seriously, listen to him. I'm better than Joe Rogan. You just haven't heard me yet. Mm-hmm. I'm better than all of them. You just haven't heard me yet. And I have to believe that that way, because if I don't, then why the hell am I doing this? Mm-hmm. Then I was just screaming out into the ether. Uh, Scott says, no stress. These people are, are here to help you invest in these people to help grow, grow your businesses or your brand. It's true. There's nothing. 
nothing better. <laughs> Kiss my ass, Scott. Scott says you'll be a 101 to Talking Beards. <laughs> Go listen to Scott and Aaron on Talking Beards. I love those guys. They're they're Tuesdays at 8. That's why we can stay stay friends Tuesday at 8. Uh, now, here's a question. Prius add another question. Do you assess, assist with the website created by someone else? So basically, hey, I created a website. Um, but I need you to step in and, and fix this. Is that a thing or is it we're making it or nothing? Um, we'll take a look at it. But if it's kind of like if it's outdated, if it's not using the right technology, we'll recommend the best direction to go. So my kind of- Firefly site may not be a great one. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Maybe. Does, does that still even exist? Like, can you still make a Firefly? I don't, think, look- I don't, I don't know. That's one of those ones where, like, I remember when everyone was like, "I don't, I don't need my uh, my page. I got a Firefly, <laughs> made a Firefly page." Like, is that a, still a thing? Watch, you're pulling up Firefly, and it's like, yeah, like Firefly is still like a top, okay. you know. Okay, you have a Firefly Music Festival. <laughs> um, That's the whole other thing. Next gen car advertising and Firefly Aerospace. So I would say, yeah, Firefly's yeah. gone, folks. Because it was called, that was the right name for it, right? Firefly? Firefly website. A community yeah. website featuring collaborative filtering. It yeah, died that. in 1999. <laughs> that just tells you, that tells that you would, where I'm at. Okay, I'll, I'll age myself. That would be why I don't know what Firefly is. Oh, oh you didn't even know what it was every time no, I mentioned no, it? No. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. That was like early internet, like. We all jumped on Firefly and we're like, I'll make my own stuff. So there, there you go, Bria. So if you have a website that's out there, you can contact Jessica. And you're on link. And Bria, I want to let you know something, Bria. This is why you're a big bag of awesome right now. You're actually the first person that jumped on LinkedIn with the show and asked questions. So I appreciate you. Bria gets one of these. Uh, that's right, Scott. It was your mom. <laughs> we all had MySpace at Scott's mom. Uh, and then we all had Firefly. Or it was fire something else, maybe. But there was a shot for it. Um, so there you go, Bria. You could actually reach out to Jessica. She can actually help you to take whatever you already have and upgrade it and do something with it. Uh, oh, John, John Monet just jumped on. John's a good buddy of mine. Uh, can she can she put your page number on the website? Yes. Like, you mean, what do you mean, John? Like, <laughs> can you put your pager? Yes, you can put your pager number on the website. And and I will send you, what was it? I'll send you a 143, John. That'll all tell us how old we are. 143. Do you know what 143 in a pager meant? Jessica, did you ever own a pager? Let's ask that question. <laughs> do we did really that, want to go there? So the answer to that is no. <laughs> I sold, I actually sold pagers. Like, I actually did that. Uh um oh, look at this pa- look jessica look what look what read what scott just they, said they were they were read what scott just said Ah, uh, thank you scott <laughs> scott said she was the best guest on on my show by far really enjoy the you know well, why? now i need to go watch scott's show you if you watch the one that scott and i did i'm only gonna tell you block off some time okay <laughs> because this was an episode with two foolish foolish people who like to talk to each other and we're like, did you, I saw that too. Did you see one of them? I saw one of them. And we <laughs> went on for like two and a half, three hours 
it was it was a very very long episode. Did, did you ever did you ever page page your mom? My mom. I did page your mom, and she sent me one four three. Uh, Bria, her contact information uh, is buzz w it's b u z z w k s dot com. And since you're on LinkedIn, uh, if you look up Jessica Gruber, and that's G R U. B E R. I almost forgot how to spell Gruber for a minute. And you type type in Jessica Gruber on LinkedIn. She will pop up on LinkedIn. Uh, she's very active, and she definitely can help guide you through through some processes. Uh, have a com- conversation about you know what you could be doing. I'm curious, Bria. Like, what kind of website do you have, or, or are you looking to to have work done on? Is it? Or are you looking to get into the business? I'm very, I'm actually kind of curious about this. We were, we were going to close the bar and Bria's got us keeping this thing open. We're going to keep rocking. Oh, I think we lost her. She, I can see how many people well, are on and watching. I, I have her up. We can talk about her while she's not here. Um, Bria Taylor is a radio show host with KFSM. She's a singer and a songwriter. And she's from Rocky Point, New York. Oh, so she's right here in New York with me. So yeah. Bria will have to tell me how much snow she's getting in her area. Um, Bria is one of my contacts for, so I have two, I will admit, and it's, I, I don't think it's creepy, but I have two LinkedIn pages. I have one for my work and then one for my work, one for the podcast and one for <laughs> one, one for my more other job stuff. But this has been awesome. And well, I had to, I had to think about it, Bria, cause I know we recently, recently connected. Um, and she is a, Bria is a musician and a radio host, Bria t- Tyler. So make sure you guys go all, download like all of Bria's music. So she like blows up. Uh, what part now we're about to get, I'm in Albany, Bria. We're about to get smoked out here. Like I had companies contacting me in my other what, job. What genre of music, Bria? Um, she is very heavily in neo jazz dance, um, nice. pop with a, uh, splash of, uh, Billy ocean. Uh, on top of that, you probably don't even know who Billy Ocean is. <laughs> Keep aging myself here, but no, it's uh, we're about to get smoked here in Albany, like with ice and snow and everything. So I, this has been phenomenal. Um, yeah, I want to see everybody go find Bria Tyler. Bria, post it up right now. R and B, post it up right now where they can where they can find it. If you send, put a link. I'll run it on the bottom of the show right now to if you tell me where we can find your music. And I will read about read it right on here. If you have a sticker, send me a sticker for sticker in the cause, and we'll put your sticker up. We'll put a Bria sticker right up back here, and uh, let everybody know what where they can find you. Uh, so, ooh, see if she was on here at Hester. I ask all my musicians the same question. Anybody who does music, I ask them all the same question. Three musicians that have passed away, that if they were still alive today, would they still would they still be relevant? So she goes by Bria, Bria Cherry, and that's C H E R I is her artist name. So Bria Cherry, like Nia Cherry, who was another big '90s, '80s, and '90s artist. Bria Cherry, I like it. But uh, I always ask them three artists that if they were alive today, would they still be relevant? And my answer is, I always go with um, Jim Morrison, Marvin Gaye, and uh, God, I almost said Gladys Knight. That ain't right, but. Um, uh, Janis Joplin is always my three. So we're going to put that up. So if you want to find Bria, if you type in, uh, in, in your link tree, 
uh, is that the LinkedIn thing? Is it Linktree? L-I-N-K-T-R? Uh, why is it not? Let me. Here, I'm going to just show it like this. Uh, oh, it's pronounced Sherry, not Cherry. I'm sorry. So it's pronounced, it's Bria Cherry, or Sherry, C-A, like 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 Sherry, like the drink, like a Sherry. Um, but you put it up there and it's, her, her link tree is uh, backslash Bria and then C-H-E-R-I. So everybody go check check out her music, download all of it, make her blow up. You know, she'll be the next big thing. And then everybody can say, I found her on the Above the Bar podcast. <laughs> That's how we're going to do it. And that'll make me happy. And I ask all my musicians this other question. When you get your first red carpet event, just invite me. I just want to do – I want wouldn't that be cool? Let, let's talk here. We're going to sidebar for a second. How cool would it be to do one legit red carpet event? Would you do it, Jessica? Because I, the Jessica I know is fairly a shy person. I would. would. I, I actually have a bunch of friends that have been on red carpet because I, um, I'm a swing dancer. So. Dude, I, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I wish I had a sound for wheels just screeching. <laughs> Like, wait a second. Wait a second. Which one is this one? And that's not the one I want. Wait, I don't have it. I don't have it. Anything. You're a swing dancer. Yeah, 1940s kind of thing. I used to travel all around um, California, danced with champions. They asked me why. I. Uh, they kept on telling me I needed to go teach and be in the circuit, and I just wanted a family more. So, I, I love watching the like my. My Instagram will like go through this entire fit where it's just people swing dancing, like those <laughs> big groups, and I love it. It's it's a lot of fun. I have although, two left feet. Although the next day I, I went out last week, and the next day I had to do a two hour call with Donnie, and he was like, "Jessica, what are you doing?" And I was like, "I can't even think of my name. I'm so tired." <laughs> That's incredible. That is so like, that's got to be your icebreaker thing, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I've met, I've met so many cool people. Um, the, the three-legged dancer what? on The Greatest the, Showman. Um, the, the what? <laughs> so the, have you. <laughs> the the three-legged dancer. So this is a family show. No, The Greatest Showman. I've never watched The Greatest Showman. That's a good show. Um, well, there's a three-legged dancer. It's all about the circus, the Barnum Bailey Circus. Um, went to Disneyland with him. So this is like, is this person like, like you'll have to explain this to me. Like what may, do they legitimately like, were they a Siamese twin or something? Like what? what are no, we no, no, no. They, he had a prosthetic, but he had to learn how to dance with three legs. Oh, okay. And And Scott wants to know, a goatee or go teach? Which is it? People thought you should have a goatee or go teach. Which was it? Go teach. Go teach. There you go, Scott. She she would have took you out of I, the beard. I can start circuit. growing one to come on your show. Scott, so I'm, I might fit in a little. Oh, like you should see these guys, like two foot long beards and stuff like that. Okay, next time I'm, uh, I show up, I'm going to go find a fake beard. This is a, hold on. We're so into other shit right now for a moment. This is a real thing. So our buddy Aaron, his wife is into this, where women make like crochet beards. 
I have seen those. And things like that. Like, I don't remember what the right term for it is. Like, faux beards. And, like, they're very elaborate. And they get into, like, the entire thing of, like, these beautifully done, handmade beards that the women wear. So this, you could do that in swing dance. I could. How cool would that be? So you still got, yep, Whiskerina. There it is, Whiskerina. So you oh, could be a Whiskerina. There you go. And and you could do that. That would be so cool. You could be a Whiskerina. Whiskerina, Whiskerina. Like three bearded mice show up. One, one of them wears like a, a dirty white t-shirt with like an egg stain on it. The other one's got overalls, but one 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 side of it's completely missing. And the last one is actually dressed as the rhinestone cowboy. Which again, I don't I know you don't know who that is. That was Sylvester Stallone, the rhinestone cowboy. Oh, sorry, sorry, I'm leaving you hanging a lot here. <laughs> a lot. It's just not working. All right, folks. We're gonna get ready to close the bar up tonight because Jessica keeps just making me feel older and older here. You know. Well, well, she keeps <laughs> I did this whole thing on, on dial-up, just so you all know this. This was all 56K modem we ran this whole show on. <laughs> have you ever seen a 56K modem? I probably have. <laughs> I don't believe you. I don't believe you one bit. So where can people find you again there, Miss Jessica? If they wanted to find you, where can they find you? They can schedule an appointment with me on my website, buzzworks.com, B-U-Z-Z-W-K-S.com, or check me out on LinkedIn. I'm pretty active on there. She is very active on LinkedIn. We, I like all of her stuff. Actually, she'll still talk to me. But so we've got that. I'm going to plug a couple other people who hung out with us. Obviously, folks, check out Nathan Hardster. Nathan does uh, multimedia. Great guy. Bria Tyler, you can check her out on her new her page as a R&B artist, which is Bria Sh- uh, Sherry. I'm going to say Sherry again. Bria Sherry. So check her out on her, on uh, online. Her link tree is uh, Bria Sherry, and that's C H E R I. Obviously, we, Scott and I love Scott. Love all the uh, folks over the Talking Beard Network. Those guys do amazing charitable work. Uh, I think nationals or something like they they have more nationals for growing beards than any other. Like, oh yeah, nationals is here. But wasn't that like a, a month ago? Yeah, but the other nationals is is over there. I don't understand anything, but I was going to compete, and then I realized I I did like oh, and she has an I I will find you on IG Bria, and her IG is Bria Sherry, and that's C H E R I underscore, just an underscore at it. And we're gonna while we're here, so I don't forget because I am very forgetful. We're gonna go ahead right this moment. Uh, and B R I A C H E R I. There it is. There's Miss Bria, and we're following her right now. Uh, oh, she says she she got an album out called Phoenix. So we're gonna check that out also. So we're right on there with you, Miss Bria. So we're all we're following you right now. And as always, if you guys like what what you saw here today, make sure you're following us. On Instagram, the Above the Bar podcast. Uh, Nationals are once a year, and we're we're promoting. <laughs> Dude, you uh, look. There is. Let me tell. I was gonna do this. I gotta tell you. There is no one out there that promotes better than Aaron and Scott. There's not. Like you talked about the movie, uh, The Greatest Showman. 
Mm-hmm. These guys were carnival barkers in, in another life. Have no no doubt about it. They're the reason I got banned from Facebook because <laughs> I thought I was following their lead and then I just didn't pay attention. So one of the greatest things they do is they tell everyone when they get on their show, hey, I need everyone to go ahead and share this. And the person who shares it the most, they have a gift pack for it's genius because it's not them sharing it 80 times around the around the internet. It's somebody else doing it. So it's great. It's genius. It is absolute genius. So actually, so the same thing, folks, make sure you share this with everybody. I just tell people, take your neighbor's phone. If you're sitting on the bus or the train, take their phone out of their hand and go through whatever podcast app they have and put this show on there. You'll be fine. They won't mind it. Just tell them what you're doing. They'll love it. So whoever's sitting next to you be like, what are you listening to? And when they're like, none of your business, you be like, take their phone and just do that. They'll love it. Trust me. It'll be a great thing. Make sure you video it also because I want to know. <laughs> I want to see it. It'll just be fun. Like, dude got a black eye. Why? He's putting the Above the Bar podcast on someone's phone. But with that being said, make sure you go and you find us on Facebook. Our LinkedIn is the Above the Bar Podcast. Our YouTube is the Above the Bar Podcast. Our Twitch is the Above the Bar Podcast. The only one that's goofy, as I always say, is our is our Twitter, which is at Above the Bar 4. So make sure you follow us on all those things. And if you have that sticker in a cause, Miss Bria, if, if you have a sticker, please send it to us. You can reach me at the Above the Bar Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we do this every week. We got some great shows coming up here. We're actually going to do some more Saturdays. We're actually going to be meeting with on site, we're going to do an on site, which I haven't done in a while, with the folks at Albany Distilling. And uh, we're going to meet with them. They're actually working on, you know, bourbon. Bourbon is a Kentucky thing. For something to be considered as bourbon, true bourbon has to come out of Kentucky. So they're actually working on a thing called Empire Rye. So a rye whiskey, for it to be considered as an Empire Rye, it has to come from certain products from the uh, New York State. So I think it's pretty cool. So we're going to be talking with them here in a couple weeks. And as I said before, make sure you're checking out Buzzworks, B-U-Z-Z-W-K-S.com. That's Bravo Uniform, Zulu, Zulu, WhiskeyKiloSierra.com. And if you mess up Sierra, I can't help your education system. Um, Sierra is an S, folks. That's what I'm saying. That. Uh, so make sure you check that out. And Jessica Gruber, Jessica can be found there, and she can be found on LinkedIn, and that's Jessica and Gruber's golf romeo uniform bravo echo romeo so make sure you go over and you check her on linkedin and have a conversation uh she will steer you in in the right direction jessica as we do on every episode do not log off after we're done here and try running off to go get milk and bread for that one inch of snow you're about to get don't run off we have to talk for a moment what about the beer look I I, i still haven't gotten that beer I don't know why you just don't have beer in the house to start with, <laughs> but maybe you should be the one getting the liver function test done. Not me. Yeah. That's a whole nother conversation. But as we do on every episode, the guest gets the last word. So what is the last word for everyone? Um, look at your website, uh, analyze it and take your next steps. Um, if you need help, just reach out to me. Um, I'm happy to jump on the phone and just have a conversation with you. That's it. Alrighty, folks. Be sure to push your stool in. This has been an Earplug Podcast presentation. 
found on EarplugPodcast.com, iTunes, SoundCloud, and wherever your favorite podcasts are found.